Hey, y'all, it's Noxie. Thanks for listening to the Detailed Solutions Podcast. And now, a little bit more about one of our sponsors. Alex, have you heard about the pain assassins on Facebook? No, Noxie, what's that? I'm glad you asked, you wrinkled little booby. Pain Assassins was started by a dude named Jason Bruno to where detailers can find the camaraderie that they're looking for without any of the negative trolling bullshit like other Facebook groups. Not only that, but they can compete with their work weekly, monthly, or yearly to win prizes. Oh, dude, and they make sick merchandise, so you always have fresh gear to wear. Whoa. <sighs> anyway, y'all want to check it out? Again, it's Pain Assassins on Facebook or Instagram. Check it out. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I am your host. So everybody, uh, appreciate all the comments that I've been getting. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, <clears throat> tell your friends about it. Uh, tell it. Tell everybody about it, man. I want to give a special shout out to Mike Cardenas. Man, he sent me a, a nice little message um, about the podcast um made me feel all warm and tingly um uh so I, I love those things when you guys send me messages like that all right the golden microphone uh time is running out on that one if you guys want to vote for the podcast uh for mte's golden microphone award um monday december 13th at 5 p.m is going to be the deadline i'm not sure if that's 5 5 p.m eastern time Central, Mountain, Pacific, uh, whatever. I don't know. Um, but if you guys can, and you're still listening to this before Monday, the 13th at 5 p.m., um, go to the mobile tech. Um, uh, oh, man, sorry. Uh, MobileTechExpo.com and uh, vote for us, please. And also, don't forget to vote for a person of the year. Whether it's me, uh, 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 Jason, I mean, God, that guy probably deserves it more than me with what he's done with Pain Assassins and then helping me on this. Um, or just whoever you think. Uh, go and vote, please. Appreciate it. And then uh, MTE, if you guys have not purchased your MTE tickets, go do it. I just purchased mine like 10 minutes ago. Um, so I'm, I'm set. Um, don't forget to use the code DSP15 to save 15% off of your tickets, whether it's the expo days or the education days or the combination of them both. Um, so that's D is in detail, S is in solutions, P is in podcast, 1515 uh, to save 15% off your um, total purchase price when you go to the mobiletechexpo.com page to purchase your tickets. Um, so with all that stuff being said, let's jump into it. I got Mike Donarski um, joining me tonight. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Good, man. Good. So are you still in New York or did you move yet? 
Yeah, no, I'm still still up in New York okay. on Long Island. Okay. Yeah. I know you I'll said be you moving. Were... Yeah, I'll be moving in like June, July. I'll be moving over to uh, Cincinnati. Oh, okay. So you still got a ways. I thought you were moving soon. Um, so Mike, you know, you were kind of a Tampa boy, um, kind of kind of close yep. to me. That's that's <laughs> kind of how we that's kind of how we got um met on Facebook and whatnot. So um, for the people that don't know you, man, um, you know, give us the the who, the what, the why, the how, you know, um, who's who's Mike Donarski? What do you do? Where are you all from? Right, all right. How far back do you want to go? <laughs> man, you know, we could just start with uh, an introduction and then we'll jump into where you where you started, how you started, whatever. All right. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm uh, Mike Donarski. As you heard, I'm currently uh, on Long Island, New York. Um Started out in Tampa back in like 2013-ish. Okay. Um, I was fortunate enough to build a, a pretty good community down there. Um, good community of detailers, I should say. So um, that, that ended up working out really well for us. Um, we were able to like, you know, throw details back and forth to each other. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I started doing the detailing when I got out of the Army. Um, I was in the Army from 2007 to 2013. Um, like a lot of veterans, you know, I, I got out of the military and I, I was having some issues, you know, adjusting to civilian life. I was going to school, um, wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do with life. Um, right. when I was in the army, I was military police. I was ready to go, um, CID. And then I had a lot of, um, medical issues come up. So I ended up getting medically retired. Oh, okay. So I got out and I basically had to figure out what my next career was going to be and i had absolutely no idea what i was doing at you know mid-20s <laughs> right so what made you jump into detailing then um detailing is something i've i've been passionate about since i was a young teen okay um what really got me into it is there was this guy that lived up the street from me when i was a kid and he would um he'd just buy and flip um porsche 944s oh, okay so I'd see the guy, you know, he'd buy them and he'd be out there polishing them, you know, real old school, just, you know, everything by hand. Yeah. <laughs> wax on, wax off. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, but he actually got him looking pretty good. I don't know what the heck he did, but he got him looking great. And um, I was always like, man, I can't believe, you know, how, how good these cars would always turn out. And then I just, I happened to be digging around in my garage or my, my parents' garage, I should say. And yeah. I found this old milk crate full of like some old detailing supplies that I think, you know, my mom's ex-husband had had since, you know, late 90s. <laughs> and uh, by, by then it was probably like 2003, 2004. So I'm sure the products weren't even good anymore. Right, right, yeah. But 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 I started playing with them. Um, I actually started out detailing my bicycles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that, that's how I, I first started. And uh, from there, I was kind of hooked. I started doing, you know, my parents' cars every single week. Um, at one point, my my mom's ex-husband bought a 84 300ZX 50th anniversary edition. Oh, nice. But it was uh, it was pretty roached. You know, the, the paint was in rough shape. It had some mechanical issues. So him and I were kind of restoring it. And I spent, like, no less than a week sitting there rubbing as hard as I could with a little bit of turtle wax uh, rubbing compound and then polishing compound, trying to get the completely destroyed paint to look half decent. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. So yeah, I, was... I got that looking pretty good. Nice. Um, so when when did you decide to 
you know, after the military, take that up and, you know, jump into full on career and everything with it? Yeah, once I, I started going to school, I was looking for something um, work wise that I, I could be like really flexible and stuff, like trying to work around school, basically. Right. Because, um, you know, I was fortunate, fortunate enough to have the GI Bill. So they were, you know, paying for my school and everything. Um, and I just started remembering, like, you know, how much I like detailing. And I was like, you know, this is something I'm pretty good at. It's something, you know, I can make money doing. It's something that I'll have a very um, flexible schedule with. Yeah. So, I, you know, I started off real, real small. Like, I, I was only, like, advertising in, like, my neighborhood. Oh, okay. So, I, I was doing, like, you know, maybe one or two cars a month. It wasn't much. Um, but as it started to pick up, I was like, hey, you know, I actually am pretty good at this. And I started getting more and more interested. And um, thankfully, my, my girlfriend, who is now my wife, um, was very supportive of it. She actually bought me my first buffer. She, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. She, she actually even got me like my first like professional vacuum. Like up until that point, I was literally <laughs> using like my house vacuum to, <laughs> to clean these cars out of yeah. my little garage I was renting. The old Hoover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny when I when I think back to it. But um, yeah, I actually enjoyed it so much, and I was I was starting to get a you know pretty successful. So um, I changed my my major. I I, went, I got a bachelor's in um, psychology. And then I decided from my master's, I was going to do entrepreneurship oh, okay. because I, I really wanted to like wholeheartedly develop the detailing business. Right. And that, that's when things really started to take off. <laughs> right. Now, now at this point, you know, before your girlfriend got you the buffer, were you just kind of doing like wash and waxes, interiors or things like that? Or were you? Yeah, just really, just really basic, basic yeah. stuff like wash clay wax you know maybe do like an old school hand polish um that nothing that would be considered like real paint correction or even yeah. paint enhancement <laughs> at this point you know right. <laughs> just real old school methods that really didn't do much but it shined up okay yeah um yeah. We, we all start somewhere <laughs> yeah exactly exactly you know like we we've said a million times as long as the, the client's happy who cares you know yeah exactly yeah so, so when, how long into it before you got into, you know, you've fallen to the trap of corrections and coatings? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, actually, like, let's see, I, I, I would say I started like real professionally probably around 2013 and, um, you know, I, I was pretty active on, on socials kind of like I am now, like yeah. trying to network and. I, I was that guy like, Hey, what buffer would you buy as a starter? Or yeah. What compound are you using? You know? And then I totally fell, you know, hook, line and sinker for, you know, chemical guys and uh, a couple yeah, other brands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, a couple of those, like, uh, listen, that two, of... 2013, it was all about chemical guys around that time. Oh, 2000, yeah. 2013 yeah. to like 2015 Masterson was blowing up YouTube with chemical yeah. guys. Yeah, he was. You know, I mean, that's, Listen, I, I I'm a graduate of the Masterson's, you know, YouTube Facebook Academy. <laughs> or YouTube oh yeah, yep. Detailer Academy, whatever. Yep. Detailers, are you tired of the outlandish and ridiculous claims that ceramic coating companies make? Well, I'm here to tell you that HyperClean Dose is the coating for you. I put HyperClean Dose on my car and gave it some real world testing. That means driving it around in the rain in Florida, getting mud, dirt kicked up on it. After six months, 
of not washing it, I can tell you my car was looking pretty rough. But then when I washed it, everything just washed off the vehicle like you would expect it to. And the ceramic coating was still intact. Hydrophobics top to bottom, gloss and slickness, just unreal. So if you're looking for a two-year single coat, that's right, single coat ceramic coating, HyperClean Dose is the one for you. So go to the Detail Supply app today and pick up some HyperClean Dose. And don't forget to use the code DETAIL15 at checkout. That's DETAIL15 to save 15% off of your purchase. Yeah, so so I bit, I bit hard into that. And uh, that, that's what really started the addiction for me. But I ended up running across this guy who, uh, who was in New Jersey. And we, we just kind of uh, hit it off. He got me like more into detailing. And he actually introduced me to IGL around late 2013, 2014. Okay. And at that point, I, I wasn't like super... Um, I wouldn't say I, I would say I was I wasn't super sold on coatings just yet, and I also wasn't sure about like my skill level yet. Yeah. So so I kind of held back, got a little more practice, and um, messed around with like some consumer grade coatings, and then um, I think it was late 2014, early 2015. I was like, let's give it a shot. Right. So, so I signed up with with IGL, and I've been with them since. Nice. What was your uh, first reaction to a, to a coding thing? Cause I mean, mine coming from the car wash industry, I was like, ah, there's nothing that lasts that long. You know, wax, you put wax on the car and it's out, you know, especially here in Florida. Right. I mean, you put wax on a car <laughs> in Florida and forget about it. Like you maybe get a month out of it or something like that. Um, I was always like, man, there's no way nothing lasts that long. Yeah. That, that was my thing, especially because back then that, that was when, um, when um, Ceramic Pro was really like hyping up their markets and they, they had those yep. old ads with the dude getting splashed and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm like, that doesn't, that doesn't work. No yeah. way. And uh, I definitely ended up eating my words. Yeah. You know, it, it, it definitely held up pretty well. Um, I mean, that the coating on my car, I've completely neglected and it's still holding up almost yeah. three and a half years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... I think detailers are, are the best torture testers for ceramic coatings because <laughs> we don't, we, not all of us want to wash our cars at the end of the day. Yeah, um, no. but when, when you've already spent 13, 14 hours yeah. working on cars, the last thing you want to do is clean <laughs> exactly. your it, it, it's, it's like they say, you know, the mechanics car is always the worst. Yep. It's running, yep. but, but yeah. just barely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so one of the things I remember that, that, uh, you were a part of, or I don't know if you spearheaded it or whatever was, um, what was it? Florida 2k 2000, whatever. That was a FL 2k 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you you did that a couple of years though, didn't you? No, it was just, it was just the one year. Um, I I wanted to do it like following years, but it just didn't pan out the way I hoped it would. Um, that that was just a, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, kind of explain that to everybody, because that was kind of a, I mean, I mean, I remember you guys were, you guys hyped that up. I mean, it seemed like a pretty big deal. Like people kind of came down, I mean, not huge amounts of people, but a lot of people, and especially in the IGL network, kind of 
came down to help you do that and um you know put on your little your little tent or show or whatever yeah yeah it actually it was actually a lot of a lot of smaller pieces that just kind of came together uh-huh. um but like i mentioned i'd already been with um with igl since i think 2015 and um i ended up detail i ended up detailing it was actually funny the first lamborghini i ever did uh-huh. was for um his name is victor alvarez he owns induction performance bradenton motorsports park and fl2k oh wow <laughs> yeah so i was doing a lot of detailing for induction performance okay and uh so he had me out there like weekly doing either you know his car his customers cars that kind of stuff and um you know year after year he'd be doing the f2k stuff and um i just got this idea and i was like what about sponsoring that I was yeah. like, you know, I saw he was, because they, they have sponsors for different classes and stuff. So I was like, let me just ask him about sponsoring. And he was like, yeah, sure. You know, we'll work out a deal and everything. And um, I don't remember what, what the number was off the top of my head for the sponsorship, but he, he cut me a pretty good deal. Right. And um, so my next thing was, it was, I was like, well, this is definitely not something I can handle by myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I reached out to IGL and I told them like, Hey, you know, I want to put together, you know, a detailing team. And, um, they, they were like, yeah, that sounds great. You know, you can represent IGL, you know, and have like representation for each of those, um, different companies there. Um, obviously IGL helped, you know, chip in, help, you know, pay for the sponsorship itself. Right. Um, so that, that worked out pretty well. And then I just got a couple of, um, couple of Kenzo installers that were, were pretty local. Um, I think, I think the furthest one was like Miami. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys pretty much just took care of all the cars that were there doing drag. It was, was it just drag, drag racing or drag? Yeah. Yeah. Or? Yeah. Yeah. It's just drag racing. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. So it was pretty cool. Like, you know, they come by, you know, after their run or whatever, or like yeah. in between heats and we would, uh, clean them up real good for them. Um, and actually, where our tent was located was right across from um, Cletus McFarlane. So one of the things that we got to do, like real early on, which I think really helped um, uh-huh. help show people, like, hey, we're serious, is uh, we we did a paint correction on uh, Cooper's CTSB. Oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, Mar- uh, Marcus, you know, who came down with yeah. uh, with IGL. Um, he went over the whole thing with the rotary and the rest of us were going behind. Um, I think we had two guys on DAs cleaning up behind the rotary and then one guy with like wax and one guy with an answer. And <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, we knocked the car out in like, I don't know, an hour yeah. and it looked amazing. It's awesome. But uh, yeah, it was a killer weekend. I, if I remember correctly, we made somewhere between like three and $4,000 doing mainly just washes. <laughs> wow. That's not bad. It's not a bad yeah, weekend. But, yeah. yeah it wasn't bad <laughs> yeah because we, we had the tent set up um so most of the people you know were going to the tent but then we had um uh derek he brought um his, his rinseless set up okay so we were going all we were going all over the track doing rinseless washes as well nice is that um derek olson yeah yeah derek yeah. olson okay yeah he's a good dude um yeah. i met him at the last mte so uh, hopefully we'll Hopefully we'll bump into each other again. Yeah. 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 Super knowledgeable 
super knowledgeable dude really cool yeah guy. yeah yeah he's a good dude he, um he's blowing up too lately yeah um, yeah he's doing really well it was um it was me nick uh nick mucci out of um i'm probably butchering his last name sorry dude <laughs> out of uh out of miami um robbie from kratos and then yeah. uh marcus was there as well oh nice so then you decided screw all this warm sunny fuzzy feeling <laughs> weather i'm moving to new york city <laughs> so, yeah as i'm looking at the temperature of my phone right now it says 38 and i'm like what the oh, hell was I dude, it was i think it was in the 80s again today um <laughs> yeah yeah i'm jealous i, I saw <laughs> snow the other day and i was like well i'm not detailing the rest of this season. right right um yeah. so you you, <laughs> moved, you moved for the fiance your, your wife yeah. was your fiance at the time you moved for her um how was that because i mean we've never really talked to any detailers that had to like basically just pick up and move like not even like move to you know a different area in the town they're in but you straight up moved states away how was that <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> almost completely up the coast right um, like that because that was a straight up start all over again kind of deal right yeah yeah it was pretty stressful but um fortunately be because i did have the, the the masters in entrepreneurship and i do have I, I had a couple of years of um you know business experience under my belt in the industry yeah i, I had a much better start than yeah. <laughs> when i was in florida because like I, I remember in florida i would literally drive around like and go into any business that didn't have a no soliciting sign. I'm like, Hey, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. let me detail your shit. Hey there podcasters. What if I told you that there was a product out there that would knock out multiple detailing products? Not only is it the ultimate time and money saver, but produces amazing results and is versatile on almost every substrate. It can also be used in your home or commercial businesses. Gen KO is an all around multi cleaner capable of removing light to moderate water spots, grease and grime. It's safe on surfaces, including windows, door jams, paint, mat, PPF and vinyl, rubber moldings, plastic trim, and ceramic coated surfaces. My name is Jennifer Turcott, and after 22 years in the detailing industry, I'm so proud to have a product that is helping my fellow detailers around the world and others. I've tested Gen KO for more than two years before the final ready to use product was produced. I'm beyond happy when people reach out and tell me how much the Gen KO helped them, and it can help you too. To get your own, you can contact me directly or go to www.igocodingsusa.com, contact your local IGL distributor or installer, and pick your bottle up today. And don't forget to share your experience on social media using the hashtag GenKOMix. But no, like I, I started networking even like months before the move, which is what I'm actually doing now in oh, okay. Cincinnati. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to um, meet a guy up here named uh, John Emmel. Okay. And he does primarily boats he does a ton of boats so it's basically like whenever um the boats are going back in or as soon as they come out yeah you know he's getting them all prepped up and everything dude nice. dude makes a killing on them yeah i was gonna say there's probably a really good money in and not up there i mean yeah you know i mean i know the bakers down here do do pretty well um you know but i mean it's florida people are in the boats pretty much all the time down here yeah um yeah yeah no the, the yeah. seasonal money here for <laughs> boats is insane it's it's super competitive too like it's it's oh, really God. hard to it's really hard to lock down a marina oh wow so yeah. um so 
kind of go through like when you when you left i mean because you you actually reached out and was selling your or giving away your contact list and things like that for down here um you know how was the, you know how was that as far as like you know turning turning over all these customers these clients you'd build reputations with i mean was it was it kind of an easy thing to do you're just like ah whatever i'm moving i don't give a shit anymore or you know did you kind <laughs> no, of really it, it, work? it was it, yeah it, it, it first off it, it was definitely a lot of work yeah um because i any any client that you're gonna have they get used to your brand of work yeah it it like even if you know we have two detailers that have very similar standards, you know they they both put out the same kind of quality of work. You still build that that business relationship with that client. Right. And a lot of these people I've been working for um, so long and so frequently, they're more like friends and you know just clients. Yeah. Um. So so that was definitely difficult. Um. Luckily, like I like I said, one of the main things I did when I was down there and something I've tried to do up here is I, I built that network. I built that community. So it was like, I, you know, I had detailers that I knew their work. I knew yeah. I could trust with my clients. Now, did you just dump them all on one person or did you split it up or how'd you go about? Um, I, I had, a, I actually had a pretty good list of people that I recommended. Oh, okay. um, and that's, some, that's yeah, something that I did. Like I didn't, just say like here here's all of my client info gotcha, I, gotcha. I told all of my clients like hey these are you know people that i've i've either worked with in the past or the people that i i just know their work and these are people that i recommend you continue to work for gotcha and just let work them, with i should yeah, say let, let them just take it from there and kind of see who they yeah. like yeah yeah it didn't it, it didn't sit with me well to try to um like monetize that and try to profit off of like that little tiny piece of intellectual yeah. property of the business. Yeah. And you know, that's the thing I always think of is like, how do you, how do you put a dollar figure kind of on that? Right. I mean, it's, you know, when I always see detailers like, Oh, I'll sell you my client list, you know, and it's like some insane, stupid amount of money. And it's like, how'd you come up with that dollar figure, bro? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, like, first off, I, I don't know how they come up with that dollar figure, but like from a business standpoint, like that doesn't make any sense. It's like, okay, so I have all these numbers, but that doesn't mean yeah. I'm going to close the deal on that. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had a guy down here reach out to me. Um, I don't know, a year or two ago or whatever. And he was like, Hey man, and he's like, I'm done detailing. Um, do you want to buy my clients? you know, they all got like nice cars, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I mean, like, I'm kind of, you know, busy enough, but like for shits and giggles, I was like, all right, you know, how much? And I forget the number he said, but it was like some stupid number. I mean, just like almost, almost five figures. And I'm oh, like, geez. and I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, man. He's like, but you know, they're steady wash, um, maintenance washes, so you'll make that money back in no time. And I'm like, yeah, but you've already coded all the cars. So I, I'm not going to ever sell anything. I'm just going to go there and do maintenance washes all the time. I mean, like, you know how much, how, how many times I'll have to go there and do that for a $50, $60, $75 maintenance. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, out of here, man. <laughs> and that's not even getting into the fact that it's like, okay, so you buy a client list, let's just say 50. Yeah. And, and, and like maybe one out of 10 of them, you may be lucky enough to actually convert. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. 
And just because you buy the list doesn't mean that they're going to still keep you, keep using you because like you said, like you said, you know, they're used to his way of doing it. And then if I come in or the next person, whatever, does it a different way. And that's not, doesn't meet their, their requirements or their needs. And they're just going to be like, I don't need your services anymore. Um, yeah, that yeah. actually that actually happened with one with one of my clients. You know, I, I recommended the, the guy that I considered my my top. I was right. like, this is I'm like, this is my my top guy. This is who I really think is gonna fit your needs. Yeah. Um I, I think he ended up like coding one car for the guy and never heard from him again. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, well, at least I didn't sell you to the client, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I always, I mean, I've had clients like that though. I mean, I'm sure you have, you code them and never hear, yeah. hear from them again. I mean, I always kind of, <laughs> that, that, that was the, that was the majority of my clients. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I always, I always go on the, uh, you know, no news is good news because if somebody's yep. paying me that type of money for ceramic coating and they're not happy, they're going to be beating on the door, pissed off about it. So, yep, exactly. you know, and then it's funny Then I'll get like a phone call from them, like, you know, a year or so down the line, like, Hey, I got a new car. My wife got a new car. I want to get that coding done again. And I'm like, Whew, all right. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, we, we didn't mess that one up completely. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, you also have a, a Facebook group. Um, was obsessively clean. I forget. Cause you just, yeah. Cause you just did a new, you changed the name on it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, the, my detailing company is obsessively clean detailing and right. I, I kind of wanted to um, keep that kind of brand image. Yeah. Um, more or less. I want to create like a quote unquote corporate umbrella right. of, um, you know, different entities. And right. uh, so basically it's just obsessively uh, clean division and gotcha. basically what it is in, in its purest form is just my, my latest way of networking. Yeah. Um, it, because like you mentioned, you know, I moved from Florida to New York, um, had mixed results. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, 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 it's been, a, it's been okay. Um, in New York. I mean, granted I'm, I'm only here for like another six months. So like yeah. a total of three years. Okay. Um, I, I only have like one performance shot client that's like super, super loyal. And then like maybe a handful of clients that I do monthly. Okay as compared to Florida, where it was like, I had four performance shops, two dealerships (laughs) and probably like, I don't know, 50 to a hundred individual clients. Right. Right. Um, so basically what I, good. No, no, I was, I was just going to say, tell us about the Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. So the Facebook group is just kind of my way of creating a network. Um, it's just going to be a place, like I said earlier, it's like, um, where, where detailers can just kind of get together. We can, you know, try to work together, um, try to spread the, the wealth. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, cause I, I know there's a, there's a lot of markets where there's way more customers than there are detailers. Um, Tampa being a prime example of oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Florida in general, really. Yeah. Yeah. New York's pretty, I mean, at least from, from what I've seen in New York, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, actually, it, it panned out pretty well when, like, when I was networking, to come to New York because I also met a guy um, who was another IGL installer and he had opened up a shop like a half mile away from my apartment. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, and it worked out really well. Um, his name, ironically, was also Mike. Is your car detailing website crashing and burning? So 
Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. You're putting the pedal to the metal, but not seeing the leads you want? Bingo. Keep your detailing website out of the danger zone. Yes, sir. Detailers Roadmap is the premier web service for detailers. You need to be doing it better and cleaner than the other guy. Now, what is it with you? We build punchy marketing campaigns and cost-efficient websites for detailers designed to get you leads and generate traffic. Custom-built websites start at just $99 a month. I feel the need, the need for speed. And unlike other developers, we only work with one industry, yours. Stay out of the danger zone. And cruise on over to DetailersRoadmap.com and see how we can push your leads into overdrive. Talk to me, Goose. That's DetailersRoadmap.com. Cougar, you hear that? DetailersRoadmap.com. Roger. He was a uh, he's a he's a Desert Storm vet, so we had that in common. We're you know we're, we both right. serve, served in the Middle East, and. Uh, we hit it off really well. Um, he would call me up and be like, Hey, you know, I have this car that needs to be corrected and coded. So I go over to his shop and we'd knock out the coding together. Um, so that's just, it's just another example of like how networking is really kind of yeah. helped me, especially with, with how much I've had to like completely transplant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you're right. I mean, I have, I have a little group here in Florida, um, we we kind of call ourselves the well i i came up with the with the title because i was the one that i was tired of getting messages like individually so i was like you know what i'm just gonna lump us all in one group we all kind of know each other you know i'm gonna lump us all in one group on a uh, group tax and so we ca call ourselves the central florida amigos um you know it's kind of the same thing i mean you know we we it's it's not always about you know, Hey, I, I can't take care of this client. Can you do it? That's, you know, how it is mostly, but a lot of times it's just, you know, Hey, I've got this car. Or, hey, I'm doing this. I'm having a problem here. Um, and it's a, it's a way for us to kind of, um, you know, just communicate with each other. And I think that's, I think that's something a lot of people should do. I mean, I wish I could have <clears throat> a bigger network here locally like that, but um, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just here. I don't know if it's everywhere, but detailers are really weird down here. Um, any, anytime I try to like talk to a detailer or whatever, like they immediately think that I'm trying to steal all their secrets and, and I'm kind of like, no, I don't want anything to do with your work or your clients or your people just trying to reach out and say, Hey, and you know, yeah, no, I, I get that a lot in the industry. I mean, it, it's kind of like, like you, I, I kind of hear you guys talk about on the podcast is like, unfortunately, the the industry doesn't really have any barriers to entry. Yeah. Um, so maybe, you know, some of these guys are just new and they're not really like super into it because like yeah. I, I ran into that a lot. Like even when I was trying to build the, you know, the group in Florida, like it took a while to get those connections and, and get those, um, but like even like trying to find a mentor when I first started down there, it was really difficult to do. Yeah, that was that was my problem, too. Like when I was trying to reach out to some people locally about things and, you know, I've, I've told the story before. There's a guy down here, you know, that when I was talking to him, you know, and I had experience from the car wash, but he was 
you know, kind of telling me to zig when I should be zagging and go left yeah. and I should be right. And, you know, and all these things I'm thinking in my head, like, bro, that's not how you detail a car. Like, I'm not that stupid, you know? Um, <laughs> and I was new into it. So I don't even understand why, you know, he was trying to do that. Um, and that's when I gave up, man. And, and, you know, I was like, screw it. I don't know. I'll just do whatever. I'll figure it out. And, and then I started getting into some of the Facebook groups, and then um and then found pain assassins um you know jason's group and then that's when like it really started clicking because then in that group everybody's helping everybody um yeah. so anytime you've got a question or anything like that like people were there and that's that's really where i started to grow um yeah was was from that not from local people yeah i mean i, I obviously um I'd be lying if I, I didn't say uh, Pain Assassins was kind of a, you know, an inspiration for it. Um, obsessively Clean Division is kind of in the, the same branch as that. Right. Where it's like, it's going to be, you know, detailers helping, you know, detailers, you know, sort out issues. But um, it's also going to be, it's going to tap a little bit more into the automotive industry in general. Like I, I announced the, um, the, the first winner of the, the certified build. Which oh, okay. uh, you know happens yeah. to be one of my yeah happens to be one of my clients that owns a seven second Hellcat. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, nice. it's an absolute monster, but the guy keeps it absolutely immaculate. <laughs> I'll tell you the surprise I got today. So <clears throat> one of my good clients, um, he's an Audi guy, mm. and uh, so he's like, he shoots me a text this morning, and he's like, hey, you got some time to do the SQ8 today? And I'm like, yeah. So I go over there, and he's like, he's like, um. He's like, it's, it's got a new tune on it. And I was like, all right. I thought it already had a tune on it. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> he's like, we just, we just uploaded a new tune to it. I said, okay. And he's like, I ran 11.3 at 120 miles an hour in the quarter mile the other night. <laughs> and an SQ8, right? it's like 5,600 pounds. And this guy's running 11.3s. And he said he he said he launched it. His zero to sixty time was three point three seconds. Jeez, I was like, "Good lord, man!" <laughs> and he's like, "He's like, yeah." He's like, "APR is telling me wait till it gets cool. They got a hundred and four octane tune that'll get me into the tens." I'm like, bro, it's an SQ eight. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, that's a, that's a tank. Yeah, that, that that's like um, I, I had a client when um when the demon and the track hog at first released, uh, yeah. he had me come like, you know, I was in Tampa. The guy had me go all the way up to Gainesville okay. to correct and coat both of the cars. Oh, wow. And then maybe like a month later, he calls me and he's like, Hey, my track hog just ran a 10. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah. That's nuts, man. I mean, it's absolutely nuts. And what's crazy yeah. is, is it's his wife's SQ8, but he's kind of <laughs> taken it over. <laughs> yeah, I, I find that story kind of funny because now I, you know, the, the shop I work for here, um, True Street Performance and Hemi Tuner Performance, you know, they uh -huh. build all these insane, you know, like 10 second, yeah. you know, track hawks. And the, the owner has um, one of the, uh, the drag pack challengers. Okay just crazy stuff like like this guy got one of the elephant motors and put it in oh, his demon. i'm like <laughs> yeah i'm like okay <laughs> i was like you put a thirty thousand dollar crate engine in your eighty thousand dollar car that's nuts man it must be nice yeah. 
right? Right. Right. <laughs> hey, as long as they're as long as they're paying me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just happy I, to be around the cars. I'll tell you what. I mean, I, this this guy is is absolutely one of my favorite clients because as long as I've known him, he's been like that. Like he buys a car, he maxes it out, he either runs it at the drag track or takes it to Sebring or Daytona and does track days or whatever. And then after a couple of years, it gets bored of them and then he sells them. And then he takes like two, three, four months off. He's like, ah, I'm done. And then he calls me up and he's like, I got a new toy, you know, and then he dumps <laughs> a bunch of money into that and, yep. and builds it up, you know, and, and it's crazy because, <clears throat> and that's one of the reasons that I, that I like about him because he, he, he has the money. He could be a Ferrari guy, a Lamborghini guy, a McLaren guy or whatever. Right. Like, but he's not, he's, he's the, let's go buy something, you know, relatively cool and then make it badass. You know? right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like uh, that. That's why when I, when I was thinking about doing the, uh, the certified build through uh, um, excessively clean division, I was like, this guy with the Hellcat has to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he, he, he bought this Hellcat red eye and within the first month he blew the engine. Oh, and, then, and then he was he went over uh I, I want to say he had five or six different setups all of which you know i was detailing this car as it's getting built right and then uh this most recent one yeah he, he broke he did a seven nine on it in a car that still weighs over four thousand pounds <laughs> yeah and and now has to have a full roll cage and yeah right. All that, all that yeah 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 yeah. It still has you know it has the the roll cage in it. Um, it has I think carbon fiber hood roof, and I want to say the doors. Oh wow! And then it has like it still has the full dash inside of it. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a guy here that owns a pizza shop. <clears throat> I don't know what else he does because he owns a pizza shop. <laughs> But he's got a seven second Evo. But it's but to me, it's like it's not really an Evo anymore because it's a tube chassis. It's a yeah, it's more like a shell. <laughs> yeah, it's an Evo shell. Now I will say it is, I mean, it is the uh the 4G63 motor, you know, that is just absolutely worked and then has a big giant ass turbo that you know the induction it's cut out of the front bumper it's an evo 8 so the you know the front bumper has the cutout and the turbo is mounted in the front bumper yep. to suck all the air in um yep. but yeah it's a i don't know exactly but i know it runs seven second quarter mile times um you know but it's like you know at some point it stops being a fun car to drive kind of deal i mean my my client with the sq8 he had he had the world's fastest rs3 at one time um the last body style his rs3 um <clears throat> with all the apr stuff finally the before he sold it he was running nine threes in the quarter mile with this with this rs3 um it, it was putting down 760 horsepower at the wheels um even with mickey thompson slicks he was he was able to he was able to spin all four tires on that Audi um, launching it and uh, had a full roll cage in it 
Um, I mean, it was still a car. I mean, it still had a back seat, you know, it still had yeah. all the, you know, all the stuff to it, but you know, <laughs> it's a nine second car. And he, and he, and he built that one, you know, bought the, bought the RS3 brand new when they came out in 16. Um, APR did all of the, like his car was what they used to build all their um, performance stuff for the, for the, uh, oh, that's cool. the RS3. Yeah. Um, so he had everything that could possibly be done to that car <laughs> and, and then he sold it last year. Um, it was just done with it. Yeah. I, I think I, I think that's what really still keeps me like in the detailing market. Like, yeah, it's cool making the car shiny and all that yeah. stuff, but like that, the, some of the crazy stuff that I've worked on. Yeah. That, that that's what really keeps me coming back. Like, like I've worked on a, uh, I've worked on the Dallas performance Lamborghini Huracan. I've worked on um, a couple underground racing Lamborghinis. Um, When I was working at induction performance, like I got so used to seeing GTRs and Supras. I was just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you'd post them (laughs) up. I'd be like, God damn it. This guy's always doing GTRs and Supras over here. I can't even get one. Like, God. And and then up here, it's like, I'm working on all these, uh, you know, challengers and yeah and chargers that are pushing over a thousand horsepower and i'm just like okay i'm like it's another car again <laughs> yeah i mean that that is kind of what it gets to right i mean it's 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 cool it's cool portfolio pictures kind yeah. of deal you know but at the same time it's like yeah whatever it's another dollar let's get it in let's yeah. get it out let's get on to the next yeah, one yeah you, you start you start to get kind of numb to it yeah but uh yeah, that, that's that's still what gets me going, and that's also kind of why I want to incorporate more of the automotive industry in general, rather than just the detailing right. in the uh, you know in the community. I'm trying to build this time, um, but then the other thing is with with that community is I'm trying to build like little subsections. Okay. Because like I, I want the one that I have now to be like the national group to be the big one, gotcha. and then it's like I'll have like local leaders. It'll be like you know this will be you know specifically for Florida. And right. this is like your group. No, not, and that's pretty cool. I mean, that's, you know, Jason, Jason's kind of starting to do that with pain assassins. You know, he's trying to, you know, now that, um, you know, through the podcast, re- you know, recognition, he's getting some people in the UK. Um, yeah. So, you know, he's got Rudy over there kind of spearheading, you know, pain assassins UK. And, and then he's going to work on <clears throat> getting, um, I don't know, he hasn't mentioned it who yet, but he's trying to find somebody up in Canada to kind of run like pain assassins, Canada, um, you know, so that, and for him, it's more about just being able to get the merch out that people want, you know, cause it costs them an yeah. arm and a leg to ship that stuff oh, to yeah, Canada or ship it to the UK. He can just, you know, he just gives Rudy all the files and then Rudy can print it up, you know, or, or uh, get the shirts made and send them out and it's cheaper kind of deal. Um, but yeah. that's pretty cool that that you do you do it like that you weren't looking to do it like that and have kind of a you know a, a subsection of you know maybe every state for that. Um, that's a pretty cool deal. Um, are you still detailing full time up there or um, no? Um, because I let me let me think about this. Okay. I didn't want to <laughs> go. I didn't want to go like all out on it. Um, just because I, I knew I was here a maximum of four years. Okay. So, so for me to like really hardcore invest into building that client base again, like yeah. I was already kind of, I was already kind of beat up from 
from leaving Florida. <laughs> yeah. And realistically, <laughs> by the time it would take you to build that up again, you just, you know, that two or three years that it would take you to build yeah. up again, then, then you're out. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, exa- exactly. And that, I mean, that's exactly where I am now. Like I've only been doing it part-time, but um, like the last two months, like leading up to winter, like I've been nonstop. Oh, well. But that's between cool. like, like, like I even uh, cut hours at my part-time job so I could do more <laughs> of the detailing. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that, that's how busy i've been with the detailing but now it's dead so um yeah. you know i'm fair, i'm focusing more on my other jobs that's cool. um yeah i'm actually hopefully going to be starting working part-time doing private jets there, there's a company here oh, wow. that does that and they also have a location in ohio so I'm hoping, you know, get the foot in the door here and then transfer to yeah. Ohio. So this way, I at least have something when I get there rather than having to build completely from scratch. Right. And and doing what, like washing or detailing or? Yeah, like um, the they, they want me to go there and do like a bunch of bright work on this like giant jet that they oh, got okay. in. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh boy, the first job you want me to do is going to be super dirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Gonna come and, home covered in soot every night. Yeah, yeah, and apparently not not that easy to do. I mean, from what we yeah, now it's it, yeah, it's pretty difficult. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, when we talked with Rennie, um, you know, when they do the um, the museum planes every year, um, he told me there's only I think maybe well, I think this year because of COVID they didn't take a full a full crew or whatever. But he said they had like this year they only had like two or three guys that were kind of certified or trained for the bright work kind yeah. of deal. The rest of the guys just kind of came behind them and polished it out or whatever. Um, so, so when you moved to Cincinnati, is that going to be <clears throat> pretty much in stop for the most part? Like you'll be able to. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. no? Um, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's still kind of up in the air. I mean, there, there is a chance that we can, we can stay there. She, she, my wife, um, she got a fellowship there. Okay. So we're we're going to be there like two years guaranteed. Um, okay. You know, fingers crossed, you know, hopefully it, it pans out well and she can end up, you know, staying there because it, it's a great program for what she's doing. Okay. Um, once I find out, you know, we can actually put roots down, then, then I plan on, you know, opening up the shop and all that. Yeah. Okay. So you'll go there just kind of doing the same thing you're doing now, kind of, you know, part-time, whatever kind of yeah. feel it out, pick up here and there. Um, have you started talking to some uh, detailers in the area to, to yeah, yeah, know? I've reached out to I've reached out to a couple couple of detailers out there. Um, and I've also been like trying to get into some of the enthusiast groups out there. And obviously my wheelhouse is I, I try to aim at um, performance shops. Yeah. yeah. Because for me it's like they, they have that built in client base. Right. Yeah. But like that, that was a, that was a lifesaver for me when I moved to New York, because it was like one of the first things that I did is I picked up true street performance. And from oh, there, cool. and from there, I was picking up a bunch of clients that I met while I was there detailing the cars there. Okay. So before <clears throat> I start getting a lot of phone calls asking me that I or text messages or messages period <laughs> asking me that I'm not going to have any, any answers to. Yeah. Um, so if somebody wants to pick up, a performance shop like walk walk us through like what 
what you do, how you do it, because that's what everybody's going to want to know. Everybody's going to want to know how they're going to do these crazy hur- turbo hurricanes and thousand horsepower, <laughs> you know, red eyes. And, and, and they're going to message me like, Hey, uh, so how did that guy do that? And I'm going to be like, I don't know. So let's just knock that out right now. Make sure everybody listens from here on out. Mike's going to give you the download or the, the, right. the info. So I don't have to. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, it, it took me, took me a couple of years. Cause obviously I, I had to build the reputation. Right. Um, it, it wasn't like, um, you know, I just called up these shops and was like, Oh yeah, let me detail your cars. Yeah. But like, like, it's actually funny when, um, when I first started detailing, I pro- I actually went to induction performance. I went to their shop and I was like, Hey, you guys need a detail. And they're like, no, no, we're, you know, we're okay. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I wrote them off. And then, you know, fast forward a couple of years and I see the owner post up, Hey, I need my Lamborghini detail today. And I was like, okay, I can do it. And that was, that was my foot in the door is like, you know, I knocked it out of the park on his Lamborghini. And the next thing I knew he was like, Hey, you know, you could do my client's cars. So, so that's, that's how that happened. And then, um, his shop through his shop, I got, connected to other shops okay um when i got to new york i just i literally just went on my phone and googled performance shops around me yeah (laughs) and i would just i would just straight up cold call them and be like hey you know i I moved from florida i've worked for you know x y and z performance shop out in tampa um you know i'm looking for some local clients you know looking to detail your clients cars right now when you i know when you do something like that, I mean, are they obviously looking for <clears throat> some kind of discounted price or blah, 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 whatever, because then of course they, they've got to, they've got, oh, yeah, they've got to take their, their slice of the pie out of it. Right. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But like, um, I, I haven't run into any, any issues with that yet. Like I, I just kind of like inherently knew, like from a business operations pr- perspective, it's like, yeah. you know, these people are feeding me, you know, anywhere between four and 10 cars a day. Oh, wow. So, so it's like, and I'm just doing mainly washes. Yeah. So, so it's like, rather than focusing on that, that quote unquote high end tier detailing. Right. Um, I just kind of click into kind of like a borderline fleet dash, like high end mode Yeah. Where, where it's not quite, you know, it's not quite just, you know, blow it off real quick, throw some studs on it, call it a day, but it, but it's still getting like those little intricate details on every little car but not going like super crazy on it. Like you yeah, would for like kinda, a correction or yeah, kind of like a little quick express detail kind of. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. Basically that, that's what I do. Um, I've been fortunate enough to where it's like, I haven't really had to get involved with, you know, any kind of contract or anything like that. Right. Um, I, I know a lot of places will say, definitely do that. Cover your ass. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Um, I've, I've been pretty fortunate that the people that I work with have been trustworthy <laughs> and, and um, you know, um, there, there's just been a, a very good business relationship between me and these business owners. That's cool. Um, so it's been a lot of like, Hey, you know um, cause like I even do, you know, pain corrections sometimes for these, these guys. It's like, Hey, this guy's picking up his car in like a week or something. And he wants to paint corrected before yeah. he picks it up. Cause that was the other thing I was going to say. There's probably not a lot of like high end tickets that you're going to get off of these things because most of them are just kind of, 
hey, the client's picking it up. We just want you to get the dirt and grease off of it. From yeah, this, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Like, like I'd, I'd say probably one out of every like 30 jobs that I do for these guys is like, you know, a quote unquote higher end job or even yeah. like a paint enhancement kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, but even then it's like, you know, I'll, I'll charge them X amount and they charge their client, whatever yeah. they're charging. Yeah. Right, I gotcha. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. I mean, I've tried to go into a couple of them and you know, they're always like, ah, you know, like our clients are dumping 20 grand into the motor. Like, uh, you know, we're not sure we can get them for another two grand for correction and coding, but you know, we'll do a wash for $25 or whatever. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm like, yeah, I don't exactly. want to do a wash for $25. <laughs> like, no yeah. thanks. Appreciate it. Have yeah. a good day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, 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 it is kind of a, a hard pitch for a lot of places, but if you can go in and just tell them like, you know, if, if you were dropping off your car and you just spent, you know, eight, yeah. 10, however much, and then you go and pick up your car and it just looks like shit. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to be kind of disappointed. It's like, Hey, I got my car back and it runs like crazy, but what the hell happened to my paintwork? What happened? Right, to right. My interior? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So everybody, uh, if you want to go to a performance shop, that's what you do and don't expect <laughs> to make buku bucks coding, coding every car on, on the performance shop. Cause it's not going to probably yeah, not going to no, happen. But- yeah, the, the large majority of the times that I got um, more of like the paint corrective work or the the corrections and that kind of stuff, it's because the client saw me yeah. working on the car or like the owner of the shop said, hey, this is a guy that's been, you know, maintaining the car while it was in our in our care. You know, if you want to do anything further, you can go directly with them. Yeah, and that's that's kind of, I guess, what I how you would do it right i mean like you would just use them to get your foot in the door to do a wash you know wash and maybe like a mini detail and then maybe you just yep. leave a business card in the car or something so when the client picks it up and sees that it's nice and clean at least they know who did it and hopefully they'll give you a call you know down the line kind of thing yep, exactly yeah. it, it's more it's more or less just you're you're walking into a built-in network yeah yep um all right mike um I usually like to try to keep these things in an hour and we're, we're right, we're right there. So. <laughs> and we're right there. <laughs> yeah, we're right there. So um, listen, man, I, I appreciate you jumping on and doing this. Um, I, I know we, I know we kind of went back and forth a little bit on scheduling, um, but kind of, uh, you know, again, for everybody, um, give them, you know, what's the, give them the, the Facebook group name again. So if they want to yep, go and, of course. and join up. Yep, just check it out on Facebook. It's Obsessively Clean Division. Um, like I said, it's primarily for, you know, just kind of building the community. Um, right. Something else I'm going to be working on is I will be posting, you know, YouTube how-tos and okay. little quick tips and stuff. So those will be in the group probably within the next couple of months. Cool deal. Um, anything on Instagram or whatever? I'm just doing um, it not on Facebook. On, yeah, not on Instagram yet. Okay. Not doing the TikTok? No, no, not oh. my thing. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing out, but I should. No OnlyFans. Nah, nah. It's been a while I mean, since it, I hit somebody with the OnlyFans questions. So I had to right? throw it in there. <laughs> I mean, if people want to pay to wash me clean cars on OnlyFans, like <laughs> twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Yeah, right. Like, uh, <laughs> like the Homer Simpsons and the Family Guy <laughs> mashup when Peter yeah. and. But, but, <laughs> Peter yeah, and Homer washing cars. A bunch of fat guys washing cars. Let's do it. <laughs> and the cutoff jean shorts. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. 
All right, buddy. I, I appreciate you jumping on and doing this, man. It was good talking to you again. It's, it's kind of been a while. Um, and uh, have a good weekend, man. Appreciate it. You too, man. All right, buddy. Take it easy. That's it.